Welcome back to the Upper Tier Podcast, the football podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Also, if you want audio verses of our show, they're available on Anchor, if that is your preference. And also, if you want to make contact with the show, we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, the Upper Tier. Lads, welcome to our Monday mashup show. Lots to get through. Headlines all over the place. The ESL seems like a distant memory at this stage. Wayne, how you doing? Happy? Yeah, delighted. How are you not? Yeah, not too bad at all. Always good picking up the Pepsi Challenge Cup anyway. Mark, how are you doing? <laughs> How's it going, lads? Thanks for having me on again. Good, not a bother. Dan, how are you doing? Uh, great to see you all. Hey, yes. <laughs> Craig, for the second time today, how are you doing, my man? Yeah, not too bad, no, since we're unfortunately focusing back on reality of the Premier League, so... That's it. All right. Yeah. Making his return. You had a Barcelona jersey on you earlier on. Now you have a PSG, man. That's the beauty. Of, that's the beauty of being sponsored by FIFA, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Making his return to the show, Anthony. How you doing, my man? What's the crack, lads? Great that's a sweet back. t-shirt from my buddy Peter Hart. That's a period comic show. Shout out to Peter Not too Hart. Bad. Also on tonight, not looking too happy at all, looking a little bit glum, representing St. Patrick's Athletic. <laughs> and if you're a St. Pat's fan, check out this week. We will be dropping an episode with the great Paulo Sam. Make sure you check that out. Graham, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Good, good to have you on. Right, let's start. Let's get into this. <clears throat> Wayne, Carabao Cup final. Man City <clears throat> celebrating like they just won the Champions League. How would you think? Look, man, we were only playing sports, so there wasn't much of a challenge in the first place. But we did all right. I know we dominated the game. You know, <laughs> I know. Look, it was look. It was the scoreline. The scoreline absolutely flattered Spurs. City had the ball all day. You know, they only really Spurs only really woke up a little bit in the second half. They were diving all over the pitch. The ref, the ref had a shocker of a game. Like for both teams, I think would even agree the ref was absolutely shocking, especially in the first twenty minutes. He made so many bad decisions. Um, yeah, we went out and we won. Big Emmerich report with the goal. Absolutely delighted. But like I said, it was only Spurs at the end of the day. So it's hard, it's hard to believe that Spurs couldn't do what Wigan did, isn't it? I know. I know. That's what I, we were saying this earlier. No, I the great, the great giants of Wigan even were able to stick it up to us, you know. But yeah. the Spurs themselves couldn't, couldn't come up to the challenge on the day. Well, I, I was talking to you yesterday, Wayne, after the game. We were we were going back and forth on WhatsApp. And I have to say, if ever there was an advertisement for Premier Leagues not to give a damn about the Carabao Cup, that trophy presentation and medal presentation was absolutely shocking. <laughs> absolutely world class, wasn't it? Go over there and pick your medals up, lads, and then let us yeah. know when they're finished. Yeah? Lads were just... Take the bottles of wine, will you? Someone take them, will you? Yeah, they couldn't even give me. Fernandino handed his one back. He didn't even want it. <laughs> 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 oh, it was a bit shocking. They had to run after him with the bottles of champagne. Big bottle of voice there full of Carabao Cup energy drinks and not one of them took one. Having said that, now City didn't even break a sweat and Spurs looked dead on their feet. <laughs> so it was kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, Harry Kane didn't like. I think he walked off five or six touches all game. Like, yeah, he wasn't fit. Yeah, yeah that's, it looked like he was playing with an injury. To be honest. Yeah. Even if he, even if he was fit, he still wouldn't have done that in that game. <laughs> I've never seen a cup final so one-sided in my yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, literally. Now you can tell you can almost say City were just mi- missing a strike, and we might have converted some of those twenty-four chances we got. But you know, that was the one. 
But yeah, yeah. Well, I I would preface that by saying City probably had not just one eye but two eyes on the PSG game because yeah. for for City it looked like it was a training routine for Spurs. It looked like they came out and they had no plan at all. Um, talking about those five touches that Harry Kane had, I'd say most of them were lads picking them up off the turf. Ready? Right? I mean, like <laughs> he, he absolutely—if there was ever a player who went into a cup final, of, <coughs> oh, like a major cup final of the, the top three or top four or five that clubs can win—I've never seen a player to go in and nearly take thirty million off his valuation. I mean, it was absolutely shocking from shocking, him. Yeah. Shocking. No yeah, leadership, nothing. That was desperation thrown Kane into the starting eleven. There was no yeah. way he was going to happen. As I said, it was. We, we talked about the other day. Mason could go out there and be play conservative football, and you know, try and hold out, try and nick it on the on the counter. City have something. City have something for every game plan and opposition. Just one one thing I wanted to say regarding selections. I was I was a. Very pissed off that Sergio Aguero didn't get on his last cup final with the club. Well, it could be his last chance to play at Wembley after all the great things. Possibly the Champions League final, but to not give him a run out last five, ten minutes in that game, that's why I have no respect for Pep Guardiola. Well, I said, Dana, I said the exact same thing to Niall. I mean, I was looking at the clock with 87 minutes. I said, Would you not just bring Aguero on, man, for for stoppage time, for fuck's sake? Just bring him on and let him out. there was 2,000 fans there. When will he ever get... Like, he might not get a chance to play in front of the fans again. You know? This exactly. Is, you know, these could be his last couple of games. So, yeah. I, I'm like... I agree with you, Dino. He's absolutely ruthless, Pep. No emotions at all came into that at all, you know? Well, yeah. it is what it is. Good, yeah. man. Yeah. Let's turn it over to Graham. Graham, give us a reason going forward why we should be interested in Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> what should I say? Uh um, Ryan Mason, he was in a difficult situation being given the job, you know, so soon, especially second match in at the cup final against Man City. But uh, what Wayne was saying, like, Man City had a hard ball, we had hard, we had hardly had a touch of ball, but when we did, we didn't create anything. Um, it's like the rest of them are lost without if Harry Kane doesn't play, and if you do play Harry Kane, well, when he came back after his injury. He uh, was kind of rushed in, like he wanted to play in the final, and uh, he didn't didn't do anything. He uh, might have, might have got a couple of knocks to his uh, his tie, you know, his his legs. But uh, no, we weren't threatening at all. It's another final where we just we just fall away. Yeah. Fall away. I just I was looking at all the. I was someone on Twitter post, posted up that all the cup finals or quarterfinals or semi-finals we've lost in the past ten years, and there's like eight of them, and like I think it's like three finals. I think three or four finals we've been in, and like we just haven't showed up. Like if you're not going to show up, like you're not going to win it. Like people not keep going. People go, go ahead, Graham. Sorry. Sorry. People keep going on about. Uh, you know, Spurs haven't won anything in the, like since 2008, since the last cup final. Like, we're not going to win anything if we don't show up. Like, what's your excuse if like we're not going to show up? Like, it's it's not Ryan, Ryan Mason's fault. I think it's the players. Like, half of them have to go. They don't deserve. They didn't deserve to start. Well, I suppose. I suppose if you look at it, I mean, Mark, you might want to take this, but for 83 minutes, 
you kind of, okay, you have to weather a storm, which is the norm you're going to have with City anyway. You're going to surrender possession and chances and stuff like that. But for 83 minutes, you were fine. And then all of a sudden, this yoke, I can only call him, I don't know how he's getting paid to play football. Sissoko, Mark. Yeah. Let's let's Laporte ghost into the box yeah. and put a header away and he's standing there staring at him. Looking yeah. at him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I thought Laporte was uh Lucas saying the pitch to be honest with yeah. you, because the two was an on Lucas Mora, the two but they were identical incidents. And to me they were both yellow cards. If you're gonna give for one, you have to give it for the other. And then isn't it just it just shows he goes on and he gets the winner in, in, in the one 0 win. And like Wayne was saying, I think the only flattering thing was it was only one 0 And that's I, I thought he was gonna start Lucas Moore up front on his own, or maybe a man, what's his name in Vinci or something like that. Yeah. And maybe try, you know, try put as much pressure on City as he can and then bring Kane on in the second half. I thought he would have had more of an impact that way. But you know, he's a Not yeah. 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 That's the thing, he's inexperienced, so and Kane was probably in his ear saying, no, I'm fit and fit. We've seen it so many times with players, big players that are injured, that are said yeah. they're fit for games, and it turns out they're not. They're just yeah. trying to, you know, play through the pain barrier. But, um, yeah, no, fair play to see. They took advantage. Uh, what was it, 24 chances he said when? 25, I think, or something. Like that. Only, four on Only four or five on target. Yeah, it was very yeah. little on target. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it, what it, I was it, saying it, about missing the striker, you know? We, yeah. We've missed that many. At times it looked like a training match. Do you know what I mean? In the second half, but uh, fair like fair play to City. Another what's a four in a row now, Carabao Cup. I heard you sort of taking pictures with the trophy before the match with the medals on and everything. <laughs> That's how confident you were. We'll see you later. <laughs> the medals, the medals were left out on a breadboard down Wembley Way for the lads to pick up on the way out. Like you know, I mean, how the hell's going on? They were posted to them a week before. I tell you, it was looking at it yesterday, Anthony. You might want to take this. It was nice to see fans back in the stadium. I mean, to see all those Spurs fans there and the 10 City fans, I mean, it was fantastic, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's 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 definitely positive for football to see them back in, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, there was, I think there was 2000 each, was there? And then there was a few allocated to uh, locals, yeah, to, 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 to frontline workers up, yeah. up the top. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's it, I I think it was a trial, but sure, look, it's 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 looking positive for football to have fans back in maybe uh, at the start of the season. So yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, it gets back to where it was. Let's let's have a quick look at the Premiership. Mark, you might want to take this. Leeds nil, Man United nil, shambolic. Yeah, uh, I think we've been saying it the last few weeks. The the, the performances haven't been there at all. Um, you know, Bruno has has looked a shell of a man the last probably few weeks or so. Say two months even. And um, we, we create a few chances, really clear cut. Bruno had that chance, and um, yeah, just disappointing, disappointing. But you're, you know, it's nil all, and he brings Cavani on with six minutes ago, he brings Pepe on with 15 minutes ago. I was expecting these changes to be made before that, even before the hour mark. But obviously, he has one eye on Thursday, and um, with the with the Roma game, the semi final. So I, I presume Pogba and Cavani are going to start then because if they aren't, they should have been on a lot sooner than they were yesterday. Yeah, safe to say, Anthony as well. Dan James missed a couple of guilt edge chances yesterday, didn't he? Did yeah, absolutely yeah. Um, he, he tell you what, he's he, he's come into it. He's oh, what much am I saying here? He's 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 quickly becoming kind of a, a fan favorite with me. Anyway, put it that way. Uh, he's 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 an absolute powerhouse when it, when it comes to his his work ethic. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. he, he 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 likes to have a shot. Uh, obviously, his his precision isn't there. You know what I mean? Um. But uh, 
he's, 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 he can't argue with his work ethic. Um, he's a few more performances like that, and he'll be uh, banging in the goals. I'd say uh, starting maybe more and have a few a lot more goals than he probably deserves. I'd say. He can be quite frustrating at times, Anthony, though. Can you ever see Absolutely, when, he, Mark, yeah. when, when he gets to the boy line, he hits it across, he doesn't look up. Watch him. He never looks yeah. up and looks into the box. He just flings it across and he either hopes or gets to someone or he might get a corner out of it. So it is kind of frustrating in a way. I absolutely agree with you, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Glad, you, uh, glad to see your optimism there because uh, I was looking at some of the tweets after the United game and some this one tweet stuck out. Your man said, uh, after watching Dan James play football for 80 minutes, 80 minutes, I'm raging. I never, I never took up being a professional footballer myself because he makes it look so uneasy. Yeah. That was so you that's... said that, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> just, just touching on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer coming out after the game, saying he was deflated by the result. Um, this is, this is why, I, not don't hate him, um, but this is why I have a dislike to him. He seems to think that United you know, just have a God-given right to be any single team. Like Leeds are a very, very good. They, they, you know, they don't have bollocks. I show you. Leeds are a Leeds are a very, very good side. Um, they were. I thought they were unlucky not to have a penalty as well. Um, and just touching on uh, Fernandez, we said about three and a half months ago that he's carrying that team and he's worn out and he's exhausted and he still continuously plays him. Throughout the, the the fatigue, like you look at the you look at the continued playing of Mane, what's down to him in the Liverpool team, mm. what it's down to Bobby Firmino, it's not good for any player. Like if he continue, if he plays every single game between now and the end of the season, the the season, there, there could be serious questions on him going to the to the Euros because his mm. form has just d- dipped dramatically. So uh, I'd love to know what you think about about that, lads. To be honest with you, Dino, I think it's him. I think Bruno wants to play all the games. If you ever see him when he's, you know, dropped on the bench, he doesn't look happy or if he's taken off. He wants to play every minute of every game. So don't really think it's about uh, Solskjaer, to be honest with you. I think it is. So is he he bullying Solskjaer and telling him he's playing? Well, I'm not in there on training ground seven days a week, so I don't know what's going on there. But that, from the outside looking in... I'd imagine so. I'd imagine so, because... Any uh, Ferguson was seeing that fatigue. Ferguson say, "Look, mate, you're taking a break. I couldn't give a fuck about you want to play every week. You you need a rest. End off." So well, it's, like, it's obviously it's obviously well, a case of he's afraid to he's afraid to piss him off. Whereas Donny Van der Beek is oh, after yeah. aging about twenty five years and putting on about six stone, stone yeah. since he signed for United. Like he, the the book stops with the manager. Mm. The, the player is obviously fatigued. He needs a rest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But it's like the Kane situation yesterday. If one of your top players is a fit to play, you, you have to trust them. You have to send them out there. You have to put your best down 11 out against whatever team. And don't don't forget, we were up against one of the best managers out there in Bielsa yesterday. He knows how to, you know, take points off the bigger... I know we bet them 6-2 in Old Trafford. Some might say it was, you know, I wouldn't say a fluke, but it's one of those one in a million things. But um, I definitely think, like I said, Kane would have thrown himself in there yesterday. Obviously, Mason's the less experienced manager in the social but like I said, when I look at Bruno, he just wants to be out there every minute in every game. And that's, I, I don't, I, like you said, it will, might have an impact in, in the Euros, but we just have to wait and see. Dan, yep. Saturday, lunchtime. I don't think me or you could have been any more frustrated. Or Craig. Newcastle, Liverpool won, Newcastle won. Gang of Brazzers. Spineless, 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 windy, coward, <coughs> bastards. Every single one of them. I'm fed up with 
tiptoeing around and wrapping cotton wool around and people like uh, if I hear someone saying about fucking injuries again I swear to God I'll set them up to be stabbed about a thousand times because it's pissing me off now when there's no hunger in the team there's no passion there's no desire there's no killer instinct apparently Klopp has this great set of uh, managerial skills haven't seen them once this season he can't motivate anybody. He continuously plays absolute shit. Uh, Genie Wijnaldum wants to go. He still plays him. But with Coutinho and all, it was like, if you don't want to be here, you don't play. You know what I mean? He obviously doesn't trust anyone else to go into that position. Thiago, don't get me fucking started on him. I've seen more pace from a bag of chips. Uh, he, it's just fucking backwards. Every single thing in that team is fucking backwards. Keep the on back to the same thing. There's no one pushing these players to a different level. Even Jota's dropped his form recently. I know he's only come back from injury, but some of them efforts in front of goal the other day, I mean, Mickey had scored him. It's just, just, I swear to God, there's no pressure on anyone in that team, so nobody gives a fiddlers. I wouldn't be surprised if half of them are thinking, don't get top four, I can go. Like, I can push my way out the door here. Or if we're not going to get Champions League football, at least I don't want to play Europa League football. But I'm just sick of the excuses and the same shy every single week. It's like against Leeds, we only scored. Like he, let's be real, Mane nearly missed that and it was an open goal. A few, couple more inches to the right and it was hitting the post or it was going wide. What a goal from Salah. But it's like when we scored a goal, we're afraid to concede or we're afraid we're going to draw points. And it's just hold on for dear life. We what 20, 22 or 23 shots on goal. You get to a certain stage in the match where you're thinking to yourself, Newcastle are going to score here. And you know what the, the funny thing is? Even after the goal was disallowed, I said, these are still going to score. Yeah. There's not, nothing in the team anymore. And then they come off the pitch with their heads down and they're shrugging their shoulders and everyone looks angry. And I'm like, Wait, what, what are you walking off the pitch like that for feeling? Sorry for yourself. No one's coming out and apologising to the fans. Fair enough we're missing Van Dijk and we're missing Jordan Henderson. But like... Come on, there still should be enough in that team to beat Newcastle. They don't give a shit if they're fighting for their lives to stay up. There still should be enough in that team to beat any team without Jordan Henderson and Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, we made we made Sam Maximan look like Pele there the other day. It was ridiculous. Like, um, Craig, what was your feeling about it? Probably similar, I'd say. Yeah, I think the it's similar to what I did, will you? Yeah, I think, to be honest, it is true what Dean is saying. Like, it's sick of this fucking bullshit now. If we had Van Dijk playing, that doesn't mean nothing to the fucking forward line or scoring goals, does it? Absolutely not. The players have not got the responsibility, the desire, the hunger, the passion to get the job done. When we scored in three minutes, I thought we were going to go on a fucking rampage and more than because we actually broke a, a lower team down early on. So I knew Newcastle would have to come out and I said, lovely, this is going to play into our hands. What did we do? Fuck all. Afraid to shoot. Afraid to break into the box. Feel like we have to pass to another player for some reason all of a sudden that no one's like, you know, we'll have a go. I'm up front. Now, who's who's over there? Let's play it to them. Ben Davis, I think, is a fucking myth because why not play him and just throw Fabinho back into fucking centre midfield? So what? He's a fucking centre half. Luke. I think he's brought in purely for fucking sell-on value. If just for even, numbers. Just to fill up for numbers, space on yeah. the bench. Uh, Dean had a spot on the head. What the fuck is with Jota's finishing? I don't give a. F- That's fucking embarrassing. Even no pressure on the bad. ball. No pressure on the ball whatsoever. And the form that Jota has been in recently, 
Bar Salah has been the best of any of the front four, we'll say, with Firmino in there. I'll give Salah his due. It's another 20-goal season. Is that the only positive I could probably fucking say over anything? We don't get enough uh, contribution from the midfield either. Never have. Not good enough. You look at, like, I know Bruno is obviously having a rough patch, but he still brings something to the table and he's still a threat. Does anyone think that uh, does anyone think it's a case of they probably resign to not get top four? The Euros is coming up and and some of them are just not giving everything and they're just kind of afraid of injury and missing out on the Euros. Yeah. It's it's like Are, you're playing for fucking Liverpool. You shouldn't need to be told about this or you shouldn't need to be reminded about hard. You know, playing for Liverpool is enough to give you all of that and more. It's fucking Newcastle. No disrespect <laughs> to any Newcastle fan. But it's Newcastle. You know what I mean? We we gave them chances. Look at the Joe Linton fella. He was in one-on-one. It's like, fucking hell. Like, imagine Wilson had a start. Obviously not saying he would have scored, but he would have been fucking eating them chances up compared to Joe Linton. Say Maximum was coming in like fucking Messi dribbling by us. The whole uh, right-hand side was fucking non-existent. Quebec was fucking chasing back for their life, trying to recover everything. It's a fucking shambles. Like It's it's not good enough. It's simple as. You go up against Leeds. What do we do? I think I'll bring James Milner on. What, with 22 minutes to go? Yeah, yeah, just to shore it up. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, we've... To, to bring it back and sort of bring things back a little bit more positive, I mean, we've an absolute festival of football this whole week. Um, you know, <laughs> semi-final of the Champions League, two absolute tantalising toys, and also two really good toys in the Europa League. Um, Noel, sorry for coming across you. Yep, the only other positive thing you can take is uh, after that little Liverpool segment, you're after actually cheering very much for fair play to you. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it was announced today that the two first entries into the Premier League Hall of Fame, the two first Slammy Awards, you know, um, Alan Shearer and Terry Henry. Mark, completely, completely disagree with it. Ryan Gig should have been in. There. <laughs> <laughs> his, hand, his hands are tied, literally. We'll, we'll come back to running gigs later on. He's running down the B, he's running down the B wing as we speak. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> and any contribution on this riot to Ryan Giggs is people's personal opinions, not the opinions <laughs> shared by the upper tier podcast. Mark, yes, on Ray and Shearer, fitting, um, apt. I think Shearer is. I'm not so fond of on Ray for uh, obvious cheating reasons. Um, but there's so many other people you can look at. Should it, if you're putting on Reeve, why don't you put the Invincibles in as a team? Because no yeah. one has done what they have done. Um, as well as Shearer, because Shearer has to be in there, you know, all, all time top goal scorer. But there's some other names to look at. Um, you know, Gareth Barry played over 650 appearances in the Premier League, won the, won the Premier League with City. Obviously, Giggsy can't be in there. Even James Milner, players like that, you know what I mean? He's played in so many teams. Uh, Roy Kane, Rooney and stuff like that. But uh, I definitely agree with Shearer. I'm not a fan of Henry. So um, I actually prefer Burkamp over Henry. Um, but like I said, the Invincibles, I thought, should have been put in as a team. Uh, you know, sort of like your NWO or whatever going in or your DX. So you've never gotten over that Bartes goal, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Anthony, what was your take? Yeah, um, like like the lads are saying, uh, I I agree with um, with Shearer already. Um, uh, obviously, winning the league, uh, the, the still holding the the highest goal scorer in the Premier League, 
record. Um, uh, it, it, like Mark was saying, the, the Invincibles, it, it's a good show we're putting the whole team in. I, I like that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I was, there, there's so, so many more names that, they, that you can name. Uh, but but I, 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 I wouldn't have maybe preferred to see Henri in there yet. You know what I mean? Maybe eventually, but Scherer definitely had to have been there. Winning the league, uh, like I was saying, and then the top goal scorer record for so long, you know. It's very difficult when you're just starting out picking two as well, isn't it? Because like, yeah, you could I mean, literally you could literally yeah. put a hundred in. Why, Wayne? What was your thinking on it? Uh, personally, I think the bit of United fans just don't give Henry his props. I think Henry deserves his place in the Hall of Fame. Uh, to be honest, so does Shearer. Uh, definitely, Shearer definitely does. Henry he lit the league up, man. He, the way he came with his off, with his flair and all that, he, he was he was different. I think it's too. I'm very apt for both of them, but. Like you were saying, maybe the whole Arsenal team would have been more fitting because that team was a team of invincibles. I was only having this conversation with my friend earlier today that the whole, from Perez, Saul Campbell, Vieira, Ashley Coleman, Dennis Berger, that team was full of superstars that you loved watching play football as a football fan, you know? Um, and how they didn't start with an 11 anyways, like they could have just picked 11 players from teams, you know, and started that way. I don't know, I don't know why they just picked two. Um, but... There's lot, and like you said, there's there's hundreds you could put in. You have lots of modern yeah. Premier League heroes, you know, like Vincent Company, David Silva, and that, and you know players like that. But I I don't know. There's loads more players you can put in there ahead of. I get the um, I get Alan Shearer going in, like you know what I mean. Like he's the obvious standout. If you're this, every anyone was to sit down and pick the very first player, I think everyone would probably come to Alan Shearer being the first one. You know what I mean? Like record to themselves, but. I, I thought the Henri thing is just a whole part of the Sky gang and you know what I mean? Like, I, I agree with Wayne, he deserves to be in there, but just not yet. Um, I was thinking about today and I think they missed a trick with Gary Spade. He played every single one of the first 10 seasons of the Premier League. He played every single game. The legend of the game, you know, sadly lost way too soon, but I think they missed a trick and they could have put someone like that in, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, good, good show. Yeah, good, good show. Um, let's move on. Uh, football planning a total media blackout coming up pretty soon. Um, so the social media platforms will take notice. Dan, what was your feeling on that? It's not going to change, and they've done it before. I know they just done the twenty-four hour thing, and then I think there was a forty-eight man. Completely agree again with everything, but these social media companies aren't going to do anything. To uh to stop what's happening, long after we're gone, this will still be happening. Um, I I completely agree. I, I love the fact that all the players of and the the football clubs and what have you have all come together and said, right, this is what we need to do. But as soon as that four days is up, it's just back to the square one again. It's going. It's never going to stop. Noel, you have too many of these keyboard warrior little fucking scrotes that. Imagine going out of your your way to set up a fake account just to call someone the N-word. How pathetic, sad and miserable do you have to be in your life to do this sort of thing? I say it to the face. Do you know what I'm saying? Ronnie Messon, never never say it. I'd never say it. Um, No, but just trying to make make a light of it there. But this is, I completely agree with the with the with what they're doing, but as I said, as soon as this all finishes, it's just going to start again. This this four-day, you know there's people sitting out there now, probably in gangs of people, thinking, 
what did you think they're going to fucking stop us? Why don't you see when this lifts, we'll be sitting with the keyboard ready to give them abuse. That's just yeah. the society we live in today, so nothing's going to change. And the problem is with social media has become such a fabric of our life and a fabric of sports life now in terms of communication. It's very hard to um, it's very hard to walk away from it or get rid of it. You hear Terry Henry close down his Twitter account and all, but like, if reports are true today in terms of what he might be getting involved in, surely that'll have to be reactivated and all. They need to get out there and sell this thing. Mark, moving on to you, you're a big fan of music, so I'm sure you're a big fan of Spotify. Mm. Um, news broke today that Mr. Spotify himself and a number of Arsenal legends want to come together to buy Arsenal. And my first thinking on this was change is normally good, but is one multi-billionaire less greedy than another multi-billionaire? And if he made all this money, apparently Spotify is worth something like $70 million or something like that. Do the Arsenal fans actually think that this man earned $70 million by not stepping on people's heads somewhere along the line? Mm -hmm. What was your thinking on this when it broke first? Yeah, it's obviously he, he's been ruthless somewhere down the line to get where he is. In high, like, you know, on paper, it looks a great idea, especially when there's talk of the legends coming in. Because, like I was saying to you during the week, I'd love if the class and Mighty Q came in, but obviously, financially, they can't. Even if, like I was saying it to my brother in law's day of the weekend, the big Arsenal fans, even if it did go through, it's going to take a while for Cronkier to get out anyway. Um, so it won't be kind of counting the chicken suit to him. I don't, personally, I don't think he's going to sell. I don't think he's going to budge. Um, even I seen the protests outside the Emirates there during the week, there was thousands, like there were probably was, you know, outside Old Trafford and, and Anfield and all. But um, like you said, he's a businessman, so I don't know much about him, to be honest with you, to be commenting on him. But um, like I said, if he has the money, it's like your man that I was saying, Jim, Jim during the week, he bought an easy, to, you know, an old and born and bred big United fan. You'd love to see someone like him come in, but uh, unfortunately, I can't see the Glazers sell them like I can't see Cronkier sell them as well even with the Arsenal legends that are meant to be on board as well that we're looking at uh, Graham it seems at the moment that the new cool thing for the rich and famous is to own a football club um, without fully comprehending yeah. what's involved and the culture and the history and the people and the, the local area and the ingrainment of it Yeah, what's your thinking when you heard it obviously being a Spurs fan Arsenal would be your rivals um, you'd have to be worried. He said he was going to potentially buy it for two billion, and he was going to invest another billion in infrastructure and player signings. That would sound anonymous to Spurs, wouldn't it? Well, it'd be probably doom and gloom for us because you know we can't, we 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 can't, we not. It's not that though, we we don't want buyers. Nobody seems to be attracted to us to to take over us because they know what our chairman is like. But uh, this whole owning clubs things is like they said with, with the whole ESL thing. They said, like, do do these billionaires? They don't care about like court club being like a hundred years old. Like, what the fans have done, you know, to make the you know to make the the club the club big and just oh, I bought a club for a hundred million and <coughs> they don't care about the fans, don't care about anything. But. Uh, it just it, it's just seems to be the way things go. It's it all started back, you know, with Chelsea with Ibrahimovic and then Man City took over and then, you know, the likes of Real Madrid and Barcelona had money. It's just the way things are gonna go, gonna gonna do. Um, 
the fans like it or not, it's just the way things have. It's just the either way of making more money, making yeah. easy I'd, money for people. I'd love, I'd love to know how much money was offered to Henri Bergkamp and Vieira because that's just the most random thing ever. That this deal that on Spotify just rocked up, and next <clears> of all, three three legends, but. It's like not like three English legends that play for Arsenal, like Vieira, Henri, and Bergkamp. How did they all come into the equation? They've obviously been plotting this for a while, but there had to be an incentive for them. He didn't just ring, get their numbers, and say, "Lads, making a bid for Arsenal. Want you as three to to back me because everybody loves you as three from being legends at the club and all." So I'd love to know how that how that came about. But Cronky's not going to sell. <clears throat> Cronky's too stubborn. Cronky had his way. Football matches would be done over. There'd be four quarters to a game, half-time shows, cheerleaders. He has no interest in football whatsoever. Just touching on the owners of the ESL, uh, the Super, the Big Six or whatever. I want to just touch on FSG as well. They, they've got... I have friends over in Liverpool that I was chatting with today, and they were saying that they turned down that massive bid to sell the club. If they don't invest like big, big, big time this summer that the spying cop and the spirit of Shankly are plotting their downfall for as soon as the fans go in that there's going they might think that the apologies are working but there's going to be a major backlash if things don't uh, go the way that everyone wants them to in the summer. Yeah, it's certainly interesting at the moment, isn't it? Like, I mean, there's a lot of rich people out there at the moment going to make a play for some of these clubs as an opportunity. Um, I, I'd imagine the three boys were put in there as a smoke screen to ease the transition of sliding one billionaire out and moving another billionaire in. Mm. Um, you he, know, probably, and, he probably said to Henri, if you jump on board, I'll get you inducted to the Premier League Hall of Fame. That's how we did it. <laughs> and and, and a, free, a free membership to Spotify Premium. <laughs> but Henri, Henri recently as well, didn't he uh, tell, who was he managing the Montreal, what was the name of him? Montreal Impact. Impact. Yeah. yeah, he told them he had to return to England for personal reasons. This was obviously the reason why, you know what I mean, to get, to get behind this. Oh, it was another Montreal screw job. But no, but what you're saying there about like the smoke screen and all, everyone knows how much the Arsenal fans hate Cronkery. This geezer has obviously like delved deep into like the hatred towards them. And, you know, if he came out today in his own... Pe- Arsenal fans probably be like, oh, your man who owns Spotify, uh, do we really want him? But the fact that he has the three legends behind him, Arsenal fans are very gullible. Let's be real, they're very, very gullible. They they come across the most, sim- no offence to sports fans, but they come across as as simple as sports fans, just living in the clouds. Yeah, certainly interesting times. Um, a Liverpool legend there came out yesterday, I think it was. Mr. One Paul Ince. Now Paul Ince. And he came out and he said uh, that Steve Bruce or Mark Hughes would have done a better job than Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Safe to say he's not going to be on Ollie's Christmas card list. Mark, what was you thinking on that? He just wants to make headlines. That's all. Like he's irrelevant now. He's not really on any TV program. Um, like Anthony will tell you as well. We have one of the best away records no one talks about we've the second best in Premier League history and no one you know everyone's I know Dean has said about Solskjaer and all he, 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 he must have something about you if you, if you set a record like that 
Um, I don't think Bruce or Hughes would know what the you seen what you Wayne, you seen what Hughes was like when he was at City. What what did you yeah, exactly? Um, I, 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 that even like when, when he went to Stoke City, you know, he was brutal at Stoke City. Yeah. You look at it, Bruce has bounced from how many teams? Villa, Birmingham, Sunderland. You can name it. It's you know what I mean. It's like so, Gail Lingard. He's learning on the job. Think, that's um, it. That's it. Like as much as I hate United, Mark. Like what you're saying there about them, them records and all. Like kudos to to the team, you know, for for the best away record. But that, that only that's only relevant if you win a league. I'm not taking a dig at you there, but mm. that would that would be mean significantly more to mm. fans and statisticians and Sky Sports if mm. they won the league. Yeah, you can how you can win tour, you can win your 19 away games mm. from home and, and lose the league, and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna remember that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you, Dino. And, and the the other thing is, it's the finals. We haven't gotten to a final. We got into so many semi-finals. So that's the next step that he has to take. I know when he first came in, everyone said about the Cardiff job. He was only in the Cardiff job for eight months and they were already in the relegation zone. So he's already up against it, as it was. So he came in, he was coaching the youth academy. He's united in his blood. So hopefully we can get to the final and then people could probably take him a bit more seriously if we win something then. See, um, see Europa League. If United win the Europa League, Liverpool finish fifth. Did Liverpool get Champions League football thanks to United? No. Okay, move on. <laughs> they changed that. They changed that a few years ago. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they changed it when when we won the Champions League and Everton oh, missed it. You imagine we'd be it'd be like England winning the '66 World Cup. We'd I'd be 95 <laughs> talking to me great great grandkids, and I'd still hear you know your fans saying, "Do you remember back in 2021 where we won the Europa League and you finished fifth and he's got Champions League thanks to us." Well, Dino, Dino, you need to cover all grounds. You should be like Craig wearing a PSG and a Barcelona top. Yeah. Never, never, never. Well, sure, United but, wouldn't have a problem doing us a favour. Sure, we're all part of the big six now, aren't we? All pals and all now, no? We have each other's Brothers in arms, you know? Yeah. We were dragged into As soon as those Chelsea fans started singing and dancing outside Stamford Bridge, we all went back to hating each other. So it was nice while it lasted, boy. Hate us all. <laughs> it, 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 it's gas the stories that have come out in the last week isn't it from the likes of City and Chelsea going oh we were kind of dragged along you know that kind of way like, yeah. like the two the two richest people involved in the big six we were dragged kicking and screaming because the other four said they were going to do it so we had to follow Spurs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to get did you see the WhatsApp joke where everyone's texting each other and loads yeah. of them started leaving at the end? It's just sports fans, lads, lads. I'm going in. Everyone, my lads. <laughs> got the wrong memo. He was outside Richmond Park the other night protesting. The boy alone. He was outside. He was outside Richmond Park selling the sports key rings. <laughs> Support your local. Your bedroom window looks out on the Shamrock Rovers. What are you talking about? Support your local. Overland Halle. I'm not going to order. Anyway, let's move on. This fifty plus one rule, Andy. <clears throat> I, I can't see this happening at all. I mean, the, the Premier League got a bit of a kick up the backside the other day when they realised that like most of these clubs aren't even English. Yeah, <laughs> they're exactly, all yeah. they're all registered in the, the Cayman Islands and the Turks and Caicos Islands and places. Yeah. And they're going, Oh, so we can't enforce this from a legal point of view. And they all started backtracking. What was your thinking on it? 
Yeah, it's, it's, it, like I said, at the very start of that, Noel, uh, it's basically near enough. The only thing you say, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It, it will not happen. It, it, it shouldn't. You know what I mean? It shouldn't. It just shouldn't happen. Um, I, I think is is is, is Bayern, Bayern Munich run that way? Are they? Is that the way they run? Or yeah, all German yeah. and Dortmund as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah. No, just I I I, I can't see it happening. Man, I, I really I really can't. I, I just find it weird that if I was, you know, let's suppose I owned at 49% of a club, I'd find it very weird going into a meeting to set out a plan with a, a fan representation to go, right, this is our plan for the summer. I don't know how it would ever, I don't know how it would ever arrive on agreement. I suppose it's different for Dortmund and, you know, because they're always the bridesmaid to Bayern Munich, more or less. And, yeah. Bayern, and Bayern Munich, because they win so much, like they literally have a treble in the bag nearly every season, stuff like that. There's no reason for the fans to create waves. So yeah, they yeah. just let the club get on with being managed. So the 51, 50 plus one rule is there. But in reality, is it really, really active or do they let, like they have the faith in the club doing what it should do because it has served them well over years, you know? Mark, yeah. 50 plus one. Yeah, in theory, it's a great idea and everyone would want it, but it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Remember a few years ago, now this isn't a joke or anything. Uh, Monaghan had something like that. And then Roddy Collins came in and bled the club dry. Yeah, uh, and they, they do you remember that, Graham? Yeah, they had to disband them. But the like, I, it, like yeah. I said, in theory, it's a great idea, but I can never see it happen in the Premier League. Never, yeah. Wayne, what you're thinking on it? Because I mean, I mean, the old saying goes that the inmates should never run the asylum, and I mean, at the, at the same time, it's it's not even to do with ownership, it's just a board decisions, isn't it? It's just a board, board level decisions I made at, at a rate of 50 plus one, um, to, to investors and stakeholders. I don't know. I think Germany proves it works, um, but I think it it would for a club like mine. Anyways, why would why would the Arabs want to go go with like the shake and all that? Come and drop all his money in when he's not making decisions and what what's happening? You know. So I, I think, think it's I think it's a great idea, and here's why. <laughs> now, just to make light of the situation, just imagine, just imagine this happened, right? So each club is fifty plus one, right? Which means only one fan can be part of the board. So that means each club has to go out and find the most mental lunatic that supports <laughs> our club. An absolute, like the monk out of the main machine meets Brian Pillman from wrestling. And he's just sitting there at the board every day, like, rocking back. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's, that's the only way I want to see that happening. It's not It's not going, it's a daydream. It's mm. always been that way in Germany. They're, they're well on top of things there. And that's why it's a success. And, um, and C, C would have it easy because they only have the one fan and he's on this show tonight. So yeah, <laughs> well, I mean we did. We get that. But be like that. Remember your man. Remember your man Dino that won the the, the raffle to be manager of Harchester United. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but can you can you just 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 imagine like you're sitting around the boardroom and you're getting ready to put your transfer plan together. And in walks the fan representation. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. Just, Dino, just, Dino walks into FSB. Just walking in, just like touching everything and all. And walk. Now everyone's sitting there and they're like, so lads, uh, summer tra- no, what do you mean summer transfers? I want to talk about the lunch menu here. We come here for matches. <laughs> this is what I want on my sandwiches. Yeah. I want chip or chips, fish and chips. Spice uh, bag. 
the, I want the, I want the, the vinegar out of, out of the Irish chippers and batch loaf bread. So now we can talk about transfers. I, I can imagine if that meeting was held right after the Newcastle game and you're kicking the door in going, right, that front four have to go. Now, <laughs> then what, did, you see the, did you see the messages that we that, that, would be walking in after bad, bad uh, performances and be like, John, be like, yeah, Dean, right, here's what's going to happen. I'm not happy. I'm going to cause absolute chaos in this club because I'm that plus one. <laughs> Can I have a pair of Linda's knickers or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Good lord! That sounds like Dino a plus one so, at a wedding. Never mind the football. Is I making me out to be this bleeding head case? I'm actually quite a a, a somber guy. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so 50 plus one we, we don't think really it's going to work um, and we can't see legally how it would be true Mark, Anthony, quick one for you guys Harry Kane based on what you're saying, should you know to be moving for him? Nope <laughs> Nope no, no, Not with those ankles, no, no, not a chance No way And God knows uh how how much you'll want, you know what I mean? How how, how much have we got for wages? Um, the transfer fee, uh, we're basically paying for his hospital debt. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, not worth it. No way. No, thank you. Yeah. Isn't it mad how we help how, how prolific he is and nobody wants him? Mm. Yep, yeah. no. I completely agree. Yeah. It's the same, it's same not, thing it's to me. Madness. He's one of the best best strikers to ever play the game, mm. and nobody wants him. It's it's absolute madness. Mm. Agreed, Daniel. Agreed. Yeah, well, I said that last week when he's asked me, would I, would I want to West City? No. Nobody listens to Man City fans because they know nothing about football. <laughs> <laughs> leave, me, leave, leave me and me mate George alone, man. It's only us two. Leave us alone. <laughs> well, I, was, I was expecting you to come on tonight with your big NHS badge on you and everything. And <laughs> I was at the game yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 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 kind of... It's, it's shocking, really, like, you know, because... Most places he's held in such high regard, but yet it doesn't seem like, as we said last week on the show, we think it's just a way of, you know, bumping his contract, maybe, that he has no intentions really of leaving Spurs. Um, news broke there this morning, again, probably for the two boys, um, that Chelsea have moved ahead of United in the pecking order to sign Varane, which probably sounds probably true based on the information that came out this evening that Eric, Eric Boy is getting a new four-year contract. What was your thinking on that? Go ahead, Anthony. Anthony. No, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Um, uh, yeah um, it, they probably knew that beforehand. So they, they kind of may, maybe rushed to get Boy's um, contract uh, signed up and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, um, I, I can definitely see Varane going to the blue side of Chelsea rather than United. Uh, just with the way um, it all happened, uh, mm. did it happen quickly? Maybe not. Maybe it did. Um, but uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely—he's not coming to United anyway. With uh, mm. by signing that contract, he's—he's he's not coming here. That, is that concrete, Noel? Like, there's a genuine interest, or there's a bid being made? Because don't don't I don't see him leaving Real Madrid. If they win the Champions League, I can't see him leaving. Yeah. No, well, yeah, well, I think he's. I think he's. He's kind of holding out at the moment, but 
you know, negotiations have stalled, so he is kind of also weighing up his options of a new a new home, if you like, you know. And um, he's been there 10 years, he's won everything, he probably does want to move on as well, try somewhere else. Yeah, and I probably he's probably assuming as well that Ramos is probably going to stay, isn't he? They're hardly gonna let yeah, Ramos go out the big, door. That's a big mistake by Real Madrid. Mm. Yeah, fucking, why age is Ramos 34, 35? Yeah. He's class and all, but come on, like he's he's getting over the hill now. What's the point in signing that that young man Alibi, who's twenty eight? You know, he's got a good probably five or six good years left in him, and he is class on his day. But you, surely you want to be fighting to the nail. Just tell Ramos, look, you're you have to go, mate. Surely you have to fight to the nail to keep Ferran, like and build something with Ferran and Alibi at the back because he can play centre half, he can play left back, he can play right back, he can play in, as co- like a central defensive midfielder. Like not just just fucking madness from Real Madrid if they're not not fighting to nail to keep him. Yeah, true. Um, let let's have a quick look at the Champions League. Um, <clears throat> obviously two big fixtures coming up. Wayne, PSG versus City. What you thinking? <laughs> Yeah, well, honest now, honest. Yeah, well, away in Paris, I think just nick nicking away goal. Um, we expect to dominate possession, but against PSG, they play a similar kind of way to us. So it's hard, it's hard to tell. But you know what? After the season we've had, I'm confident in the team. I, I like they'll go out and do what they can. Um, as long as we start start like strong players. I mean, Aguero, Bernardo, Gundogan, Foden. You know, um, I mean, that's all we can do. Well, I'm feeling quietly confident. Hopefully, I think we'll get one nil away. Hopefully, um, Wayne. Wayne, I I actually think I, I I watched the semi final preview today, and I I picked up on a couple of things that um, Craig said. Um, Neymar and his, his antics on the on the uh, running around. I I think that will play into man. I, I I think City will get frustrated, and I think uh, PSG might nick it though because of that. I don't Look, know. I appreciate, appreciate it, but I mean, um, I think City having the ball so much, if anything, I think uh, it'll frustrate PSG playing against a team like that. They're used to fucking just having the ball and doing what they want week in, week out, and friend, you know. Yeah. And and but I will say this: <coughs> it, do you know what? They're probably the two most similar teams, City and PSG, because like City, PSG aren't unbeatable. You know, they've been beaten this season uh, since January, I think, three times in the league by much lesser upon City have as well. We've you know, we lost to like United. Can't believe that. Um, lost to Leeds as well. Um, but you know, losing to much lesser opponents seems to be what what both of them do. Um, I so. think. Um, I I think that PSG's two best performances were against Munich, and they they haven't got that in that in that tank. As much as I don't want Man City to win, as much as I don't win, <clears throat> don't want City to win the Champions League. I just I just think they'll have too much. They're on they're on a roll now. I know they lost against Leeds, but the buzz, the buzz in that team, you know, yeah. you could you could see when when Foden scored that goal against Dortmund, you could see the what it meant to the team. And I just I don't think that that PSG have it in them to to put into performances like they did against Munich. City, I, I just went City are on form like it's much I do. Seen it. like, like I do when they when they get going, they're just fucking frightening. Yeah. Yeah, look, I do, I do think sure. if anything that a team like PSG is Man City's biggest worry. Like when you've got Neymar and Mbappe running at your defenders, which City have clearly shown, you want to get at us, you need to run at us. Um, 
And with Neymar and Mbappe doing that, it's not like bloody, you know, Spurs doing it here. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a big step up. Um, so, and especially, and like, 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 I'm not, no jokes. So, my Chelsea mate said to me yesterday after the game, he went, oh, delighted with that. He said, because he said, if we meet you in the final, he reckons they do us over again, you know? See with, so. see with Mbappe, Mbappe will never, he is a very good player, but he he's always he's gonna be outside, always outside the top five best players in the world for me because he's playing in such a shit league. The French league is like the Scottish league. If he wants to be going out and putting in the two best performances of his life to put himself in the window for someone to come out and pay the money that's expected to be paid to buy him, that the only way I see PSG winning is if one or two things, Man City. The, the whole thing of being in the Champions League semi-final, the pressure gets too much for them. Or you have the likes of Neymar and Mbappe and Di Maria go out and have like the, the games of their life. And especially Mbappe going out. He wants to sign for Real Madrid. That's his dream move, apparently. Go out and, and prove why you should be signing for one of the best clubs in the world. Because too often or not, like, that, that league, you, you can't rate yourself as a player playing in that league. It's it's absolutely atrocious. It's like the League of Ireland. Yeah, I just I'm just looking at PSG this year, and I see a different togetherness with them. Um, and I see players there that seem like they're on a mission. I know Lewandowski was missing for for Bayern Munich for the two games, but they were unbelievable against Bayern in those two legs. You know what I mean? There was a real togetherness with them, and they were fighting for each other, which is something I've never seen in a PSG side. It's normally a bunch of sort of superstars individually playing, but this year they seem to have wrapped their head around it. It's like they're hurting from last year's final, and they want to make amends, and they look like they're singularly focused on a mission this year, you know? So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, Real Madrid-Chelsea. Um, another tantalised one. Tuchel versus Zidane. Mark, it's going to be yeah, a great game. Oh, definitely. Um, and just for the benefit of those at home, this is actually a United jersey, not a Chelsea jersey. Right? <laughs> um, you're know, going to do the five-second Mark, 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 you're not supposed to tell anyone <laughs> that. That's why I went for the Chelsea game. Um, I think Chelsea are going to get a score draw there tomorrow, and I think they're going to win at the bridge, and they're going to go through. Um, yeah. I think they'll just have they have enough to beat them over the two legs. It'd be the first proper... You know, competition of a match for Real Madrid in this in this season's competition because they haven't gotten any so far. Now, uh, I think <laughs> I think no, I think the likes of I know it's we wouldn't have been saying this a few years ago, but the likes of Mason Mount and all would be too much for them over the two legs. Um, so I'm going one all tomorrow, and I I think they'll win at the bridge. You think of the same Anthony, even with Ferran and Ramos coming back and players like that. Yeah, uh, it, it was always going to be a kind of a draw match that you you would kind of predict. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's again a uh, uh, mouthwatering match, like City and PSG. Uh, I I think I'd I'd rather watch Chelsea and Madrid over City and PSG. Not any disrespect to just because it's City or anything. No, no none of that. Just <coughs> I I I think it would be a better tie. Um, it, it'll be probably it'd be closer than the City and PSG uh, match uh, in the results way. Um, can't wait. Love it. How ironic would it be though if Hazard was to like play a bit part and just absolutely run a muck and knock them out? <laughs> having had having yeah. had having had such a, a bad time since he went to Real Madrid, wouldn't it be nice for him to just come on and just rip them to shreds? But I agree. I agree with Mark. They're just uh, since Tuchel have come in, they've just been absolutely 
they took it to another level. It's like they were stuck in in force a second gear on the Lampard and just needed someone to come in with a bit of tactical nose, kick on these good players that he has. Um, but just think that defensively they'll be solid and the likes of Mason Mount. Um, I, I have a feeling Havertz, <coughs> Havertz is going to be the standout man in the two games. So I think he's going to step up to the plate. It's an absolute madness to think that Tuchel could take over that team and within five months potentially win the Champions League, isn't it? They just need a manager. Yeah. They needed a manager like with, with a bit of tactical nose. You know what I mean? Yeah. He won trophies with PSG and he, he was an early man in the Champions League. But Lampard didn't have that experience. You know what I mean? He had. You, you're going from managing Derby. Yeah, they were at the highs of the the championship, and you know, and they they nearly got or did they, no, they nearly got promoted and what have you. But like. It doesn't compare to European pedigree, you know what I mean? Tuchel has rubbed shoulders with some of the best managers in the world. He's learned off them, you know. Managing in the championship compared to managing in, on the main stage in the Champions League, it's it's two different, different levels. Ball games. Yeah. The players that Chelsea had were only brought in. It wasn't. They all talked about this project Lampard had. It wasn't the project Lampard had. It was the money Chelsea had. S- simple as. Because look, as soon as things started going pear shaped, there was. Off you go, Frank. No one cares that you're the club legend. Hasn't been heard of since. And I'm not surprised that this has happened because Tuchel, um, as I said, he, the tactical nous, the know-how, he, he knows how to get the best out. He's worked with some of the best players in the world. So Chelsea just needed that. Them players just needed a kick in the arse. And I think next season we'll see a different, we'll, they'll take it to another level again. But, but do think that they'll, they'll knock around Madrid out and it's a bit mouth-watering a one-off game where if City get through Chelsea and City in a Champions League final, that that's so it's just you know it is very very mouth-watering and I can I can see that being the final as much as I don't want it to be but I can see that being the final. Definitely, be horrible to be on the losing side of that, wouldn't it? Whatever about beating getting beaten by European competition, but to be getting beaten by Premier League competition at that level is just oh, can't imagine it. Um. Europa League, we're going to be doing a preview tomorrow myself and Mark on the Europa League. But Mark, thoughts going in? I mean, obviously United, poor performance. Arsenal, poor performance going into both these guys, which are absolutely huge for yeah. Oli and Arteta. Um, Roma, dogged Roma. type of side. Mm. They were beaten 3-2 yesterday by a team just outside the relegation zone. So, And I looked at their starting 11. They had enough players in there to win the game. They did drop a few players, all right, probably thinking ahead for, for Thursday. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But, yeah, Illinois Emery against his old club on Thursday night. Um, it's going to be tough because I think he's a really good manager, especially in the Europa League. He knows it like the back of his hand. Um, so, it'll be interesting. And, like I said, because my in-laws are Arsenal fans, I hope Villarreal win. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne will, be, Wayne will be breaking out the Jacko jersey, won't you, Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anthony, what you thinking on it? Yeah. Um, uh, with, uh, like, let's look. We know later are, are, are a good story, don't we? Uh, we, we know they're going to uh, pressure off the Bladen Park. Uh, Roma are always there and thereabouts in Serie A, you know what I mean? Uh, albeit it's not the best league, um, but... Uh, the um, small and coming back uh, to United as well um, to play them. You know what I mean. Uh, it's going to be a good match. Uh, be, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be tough. It's going to be really tough. Uh, a lot tougher than Granada. No disrespect to Granada, uh, but it's a harder match than those. Uh, we go to watch though. 
Graham Roma, Roma, Roma have a couple of players coming back from injury as well. Um, El Sharawi and uh, Pastori are back as well. I've seen the highlights of the game yesterday, Mark. But, you know, you look at Zeko was on the bench, Sharawi. Mkhitaryan um, was on Mkhitaryan, the bench. Mkhitaryan, Mkhitaryan yeah. yeah. Pastori, uh, Veretout. It's going to be two teams. Roma play, play attacking football. It's going to be toe-to-toe. Um, for United's sake, it's I think it'll be a case of will, will Bruno kind of he's as you said earlier, Mark, he's not really been himself probably for about five or six, probably more games. Mm. Like if, if he does show up and he controls the game, I can see United's winning uh, winning over the two legs. It's gonna be that's gonna be a cracking game because yeah. Roma we seen when we played them in the second leg in the Champions League um, semi final, they just go fucking toe to toe to you. When the pressure's on them, they don't back down at all. Mm. Yeah, I'm not even going to go near a score prediction because it always goes tits up, lads. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Ryan, sorry, Ryan, just give us a score prediction there for the two C games, will you please? <laughs> <laughs> tell me that City are going to win both legs, will you please? I'm sorry, no. Well, Graham, you've had such a bad weekend, we're going to leave the last word to you. Arsenal versus Villarreal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say it, say it. Say? Uh, <laughs> I'm not really fond of the Spanish league. Um, I don't really know what players Villarreal have, but knowing that Arsenal, the squad, are on paper they they are strong enough if they can turn it on. But if it's one of them off days that they've had. Um, they, they, I, I say, I think they, they might, they will score, but if depending on the defense, you know, you know, you know, um, David Luiz, he has, he has his odd game, he has his odd good games. It's just depending on which Arsenal team could turn up. Graham, give it to me here. Villarreal Fordale. Come on, you're a Spurs hey. fan. Come I was on. Like, from it's like you are talking up an Arsenal win there. Yeah, what's he, he, has, he has a red jersey on there with the white sleeves like an Arsenal jersey as well. So. <laughs> but it's not Arsenal. That's Velcro Arsenal. Look, look, we've cheered, we've cheered him up. We've cheered him up. Look. We got a smile out of him. That's amazing. Dream, dream, Dreamcast on Spotify on the jersey next week. Are we not going to talk about Ryan Giggs? I know. We're, we're going to touch on the fact that he's being charged, but we're waiting to hear how that's going to pan out. We're not Ryan gonna... Giggs, Ryan Giggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as always, lads, it's been a pleasure. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button, Dynamo Podcast Network, also an anchor for the audio versions of our show. Lads, an absolute pleasure as always on a Monday evening getting you all on. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Chat you all again soon, boys. Cheers.